0: Insert coin. Ready player one, go!
1: Here comes a new challenger.
2: Hello and welcome to yet another episode of The Last King Podcast Episode 75 Coming to 74 74
1: 74 74 Wow It's our Three quarters of a Century or, no, not of a centennial. Something. No. Three quarters of a 100 episodes. Hey, everybody.
2: Hello. Yes, we're absolutely We're close not to three quarters. Yeah. We're close I love to three quarters. That Every
1: single episode, we just stumble into our intros.
2: <laughs> yeah, we are definitely. We're consistent in
0: that at the very least. Yeah, this is
1: professional potting right here. Yeah. Very, very professional potting. And of course. Professional uh, indeed. We're professional potting. Profing. <laughs> Hi. Uh, this is Dr.
0: Shafiq.
2: <laughs> this is the Tentric Tom.
0: This is uh, Red Player, Mr. Toffee. Red Player? Yeah, I like Red. Oh, red that's you're awesome. Red Team? You're doing the Contra red thing? Yeah,
2: red yeah. guy? Uh, okay, there you yeah, go. yeah, yeah. Red Team, yeah. See, I think of it more as an RVB thing. Really? Yeah, because I'm that young. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Halo, Halo. I think it more of a... We con- say
0: Contra, you say Halo.
2: Yeah. Two very good shooters.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Different kind of (laughs) mechanics. Different perspectives. (laughs) Okay, so this is going to be the episode where we have to talk about the science fiction juggernaut that may or may not be steamrolling its way through cinemas wherever you are. Uh, We got it
2: early, kind of? No. Uh, We got got it the same same day. It was the same day as uh, the States. So we're definitely going to be. Technically before because of time difference. I guess so. But I mean, okay, we're definitely talking
1: about uh, the Steven Spielberg science fiction uh, epic. Wow, everything, the all in movie, Ready Player One. Well, 90% in. 90% in because, you know, some franchises you just can't license. Like, you know, there's money. Anything involving the House of Mouse. Yeah,
2: there's money and then there's Disney money.
1: (laughs) You know what's amazing?
0: Disney dollars.
2: I've never seen a franchise
1: that mentions Nintendo and Microsoft references before. Think about it. True. You know, there's a scene where a character literally says, I'm getting my Mario Kart on. And then, like
0: twenty minutes later, oh look, it's Master Chief from Halo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes,
2: and then there's seven more Master Chiefs running after him. And, and then, then
0: there's the- Jim Raynor right in front of us, like in the first ten minutes. Of and the then show.
2: there's like
1: the chick from Overwatch, Tracer. Uh, Tracer, Tracer yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's Batgirl and every version of Harley Quinn is like and Arkham Knight as well, Jason Todd. So we gotta have to hold it all in for the nerdgasm that is Ready Player One, for the main segment of this episode. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think uh, Of course we have to do The opening ramble Where we talk about Things of note That
2: has uh, come to pass Things so of note uh, I mean There's a one small thing That I want to mention Which How small? Uh, well Netflix uh, Release small <laughs> mm-hmm. Like Not main page release But uh, I got notified about it Because I watched the first season Okay I'm talking about Season 2 of The Santa Clarita Diet Starring Drew Barrymore And Timmy Oliphant Yes Okay So uh, what's that about? Just set some context So uh, The Setting is that you have Drew Barrymore and Timothy Olyphant, who are this suburban middle-class middle-aged couple. They're both realtors, or realtors as they say it. Realtors. There's, there's a whole joke about it in uh, season two. Okay, okay. And they're very like they're the people that peaked at high school. Like, okay. Timmy Oliphant was, I think, uh, the quarterback for the school uh, And yeah, she was the prom queen Yeah, she was the prom queen Like they were, they were the power couple at school And then they did not much else They got married as soon as they left, didn't go to university, they started selling houses And they became just dull middle class people Until one day, um, Drew Barrymore throws up everywhere and dies And then she gets back up again
1: Oh, I remember this is like a zombie movie, yeah. right? she I mean, is it's now... not a movie, it's a TV show, She's sorry. now a
2: zombie but she's not like the Romero zombie and she's not like... Uh, she's closer to like the eye zombie kind.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
2: Where she has... Some all sentience, mental... yeah. yeah. But this, here, it's more that... Uh, when you become undead, you start losing all your inhibitions. You, st- you start becoming the person you really, really want to be. Okay. Which is that, you know... Before she was very uh, demure, very mousy, you know, she wouldn't talk up for herself. She was always very kind of like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm in your way. But here she's loud and she wants to do things and she's impulsive. She's Drew Barrymore. (laughs) Yeah, basically she becomes full Drew Barrymore. But then she starts killing people. Like the first person she kills and eats is Nathan Fillion. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. He's a dickhead in season one. All oh, right, right. How could you do that? Yeah. To
1: Nathan Fillion.
2: Yeah, and uh, basically, the first season was uh, Timothy Oliphant and Andrew Barrow trying to work out, and also their daughter, played by, I don't know her name. Like, she's, I think, re- someone relatively new, and then the Possibly ki- a
1: YouTuber yeah, or something. Yeah, and
3: <laughs>
2: I, I don't know where she's from. And then also, they're aided by the son of their next door neighbor, mm-hmm. who is the kid from the last National Lampoon's film. Which I can't recall at this point. The one time. with Ed Helms and... Oh,
0: the the sequel. Um, yeah. Oh, he's
2: yeah. rusty grown-up,
1: right? Yeah. It's Christmas, uh, va- it's vacation, but he's... Rusty yeah. grown-up, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Rusty has a, a kid. Yeah, right? the, the eldest one. Actually... Yeah. Does Chevy Chase reappear in the Yeah, he, does, yeah, he yeah, does, he
2: does. In uh, the last five Second half. Minute? Second half, yeah. yeah. Mm, well... Actually, uh, that was not a bad movie. Anyway, I digress. You should watch the original, mm. though.
1: Oh no, now, nothing's going to be the original. It has thing. the best curse-out sequence of all time. <laughs> yeah, but
2: the reason why I love this show is that the writing is fucking hilarious.
1: Speaking of cursing out. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: like this, this is a, a show which, because it's a Netflix show, it doesn't hold back on the gore and the profanity. Oh, oh that's, awesome. cool. that's cool. And it just has some amazing writing and just jokes about the fact that, you know, they have to regularly try and kill people. And they have moral quandaries about it.
1: But Timmy Oliphant is also a
2: zombie, or he's no, is... he's he's like fully human, but he's just trying to help his wife not become. Because in the first um, season, she starts uh, becoming feral. Okay. She starts becoming less sentient. She starts becoming like more just pure animalistic. Oh. Until they find a solution, so that she just maintains up being a zombie.
1: So this is kind of like Sweeney Todd, where they re- kind of gender reverse the rules, where she's the murderer and he's the one who's kind of like you know. Yeah. catering although to he
2: does kill the psycho next-door neighbor cop in the season one.
1: Oh, well i mean i can believe timothy oliphant to be a killer yeah i was a fan of him in screen but Star. it's just mm-hmm. like
2: there's a whole plot point where um uh timothy oliphant really wants to get a very special kind of cherry wood to build some shelves cherry wood yeah okay but they have to go solve some issue uh with for, with, for someone and they end up at a neo-nazi house
1: What kind of a weird-ass neighborhood is this where you have psycho cops and neo-Nazis living? It's
2: Santa Clarita. It's a a suburb from Los Angeles.
0: With hidden
1: secrets. South Central?
2: (laughs) It's North Central. North Central. It's like North Valley.
3: With its own
0: hidden secrets and stuff.
2: Yeah, it's like its own little township. And yeah, it's like all white picket fences. Very few people of color because it's, you know, a white neighborhood where everyone's very nice and gentle. You're
1: talking about Beverly Hills all of a sudden. Oh wait, no, there's a lot of rappers in Beverly Hills now.
2: Exactly, no, this is... This is like proper like white flight uh, neighborhood area. I see, area.
1: I see. It's like the Hamptons and something like that.
2: Kind of, but in uh, California.
1: So the, the West Coast yeah. version of the Hamptons.
2: And uh, hmm. it's just there's a part where they're trying to get a truck back from someone and the, the guy says, Oh, you're nice white people. I'll go get the truck. And they just kind of like, Did he say nice white people? I think he might have said nice <laughs> white people. No, no, no. I definitely heard white. And then he's like looking at the shelf going, Oh, it's so lovely. And then you start seeing like Nazi Paraphernalia and goes, Oh, <gasps> He's done his own bezel work. That's so impressive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this joint work is so good. Like, he on, like, faking out, like, the Nazi reveal. And then, so he just pulls back and goes, Oh, oh. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, just looking at, and it's, like, it's a full shelf. And he goes, There's no chance like, that all of this is gifts? Like, nah, nah. Very unlikely. There you go. I mean, but if anything, what's the main thematic elements
1: of this? Is it, like, the jokes on classism? The jokes and like, on... It's
2: just, like they're so nice and uh, middle class but they also have to become secret serial killers a la um, and it kind of referenced Dexter kind of but not really I see that's the closest comparison right Dexter it's like they're talking about trying to kill people and then they talk about these really middle class problems like uh, there's a uh, little side story where Timothy Oliphant's character is like he's got platinum rating on Yelp reviews
1: how Mm. is that even possible in (laughs) this DNA he's
2: just I, I don't know but uh, that's just a joke where he, he has to like change one of his reviews on a restaurant because he's investigating the restaurants. <laughs> okay. So he's battling against his personal integrity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All the while feeding his zombie wife. Huh? Yeah.
2: And go. then like they're trying to find like scissors to sew something and they find like a potato chip clamp. Mm-hmm. Like a specific clamp you buy to hold potato chip uh, packets. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just they're just so beautifully middle class and weird. And they have this personal spot with other another real couple, which is Joe McHale.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah,
1: so you yeah, have yeah. Joe McHale. Who has a bit of a resurgence on Netflix because yeah. he's, he's redoing the soup or something. Yeah, right? he is redoing the soup. And he's like, man, I don't enjoy him as a host at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's fine. He's got his weird candor, especially when he looks right at you through the camera. It's like, yeah, He's, he's got like this creepy like Seth MacFarlane, like, I'm smarter than you kind of face. <laughs> but,
2: I mean, I'm, I'm trying to say what... I tried to explain it, but I don't want to spoil it too much. Okay. But there's a part where uh, Drew Barrymore and um, Joe McHale's wife—I don't know who the actress is, are—like just like uh, chatting to each other, and uh, Drew Barrymore says, "Listen, cunt, you better step off, or I'll—yeah, oh I'll, I'll rip you apart." Hmm. And the wife says, "Try it, bitch, and I'll punch you in the in the fanny so hard you'll get pregnant by doing blowjobs." <laughs>
1: Good one. Nah, yeah. Nice. Uh, like oh, what? Wow. That's the ovaries and the throat joke. Yeah. it's like
2: <laughs> there's some really clever, like little, like jokes and like references here and there. I like the fact
1: that you didn't misunderstand Fanny. Yeah, because you're English. Your <laughs> yeah. Fanny's on the other side. Well, they didn't say
2: Fanny. I I said Fanny because I yeah. can't remember. Like, oh, they didn't the say Fanny. No, no, no. They no. probably
1: said cunt too Yeah, or which no. in England uh, is actually I'll a term d- of endearment. Punch you so hard. Wow. They, there's don't a show, hold, they don't hold back on that show the show. There's a show where somebody says twat punch. There yeah. you go. So worth the watch, that's for sure. Yeah. Who says it? Drew Barrymore? Or yeah, the, Drew Barrymore. She says twat punch. Yeah,
2: and also, wow. uh, another part is uh, Timmy Oliphant just is losing his mind because <laughs> he's trying to have a normal life, but he can't because his wife's undead. He's like, you know, I found an eyelid in my grip bowl earlier. I can't talk about this to my friends! (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I just wanted to build shelves and have a nice quiet life. I can't do that anymore. There's a dead Nazi in my fridge. (laughs) 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 Like, it's just this marry of like middle-class humour and just real gross-out gore, which just meshes really well. And everyone is likeable, even like the smarmy teenage daughter. Like she's smarmy, but not in a kind of, oh, fuck you kind of way. When I okay. kind of like, I can buy why she's being rebellious because her mom's literally killing people. So, of course, she's going to be like, I don't listen you, to you anymore. You'll be a bit miffed about that. Like, you're a literal serial killer, and you're telling me to go to school and behave? Hmm. So, the thing is, like, I want to ask you about how, I mean, is
1: Drew very more proper z- blue skin zombie with the no, dead eyes? No, no.
2: She, like, she passes as human. It's just that she doesn't tire anymore. Okay. So, like, she's... Uh,
0: she won't be grey
1: right, or
2: anything. There's, a, there's a whole thing where she's uh, uh, sparring with someone because she's getting into boxing. Yeah. And she's just been going for 20 minutes <laughs> and she's not even breaking So she's like, just punch, 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 punch. And I was like, okay, can we stop now, <laughs> please? <laughs> um, but thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. But did they explain how the zombie outbreak occurs in this one? They do. In season one, right? Uh, no, they... Because like, I
1: missed out on all of this. No, uh, it sounds so fascinating. No, now season one,
2: season yes. one, they don't explain it. They just kind of reference that comes from Serbia. Okay. Season 2 They attribute it to Shellfish It's Zombie
0: a, Epidemic to
1: shellfish It's
2: zombie clams In Serbia Oh my god <laughs> Okay So everybody's got
1: A case of hepatitis Z Yeah There you much. go
2: And then there's a scene Where you find out Where the clams are coming from And it is also Quite funny Okay I, I don't want to spoil too much cause you Yeah guys, yeah don't don't you I really want to see this it. Yeah. Also each episode Is maybe 26 minutes long Okay Or oh, 30 minutes oh, Okay Yeah and it's 10 minutes per Per se- Ten episodes per season, so you can. It's five hours of your life. Yeah, yeah, just just binge watch like watch season one two because season one first. Because if you just watch season two from like just there, then you might lose some uh, references because it's a direct follow from um, season one. So start all the way from the beginning. Because yeah. The
1: thing is, right, I'm really craving a lot of. Uh, I mean, basically, I need a lot more Netflix comedy shows because Kimmy Schmidt's not coming anytime soon. Have you seen
0: the Good Place? That's a really good show. I've really? heard good things about The Good yeah, Place, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And the thing is, like, I'm definitely kind of like having a little bit of withdrawal symptoms because like, I'm not going to get Bojack Horseman anytime soon. Neither am I going to get Rick and Morty anytime soon. Rick and
2: Morty's not being renewed.
1: At all, right? No.
2: Dan Harmon, I think he's uh, relapsed. He so. decided to
1: like, fuck it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't
2: like this. My... Yeah, I, I mean, he kind of joked uh, about it, but I think maybe he's relapsed back into drinking. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why... Uh, the yeah, Kaisin Network's uh, not renewing You know what? Relationships will do that to you <laughs> Yeah mm. So uh, So if
1: anything I mean like uh, I mean because the thing is When I watch Netflix nowadays Right, it's like uh, I mean Do you kind of feel like I mean especially with the stuff that they're recommending to me Yeah Like when I look at it It's
0: like Yeah, we're running out of things to watch now
1: and But there's
2: actually a good Treasure trove of stuff on Netflix You just need to find it because You have to
0: sift it through All mm. the tons of shit that Because find there's through.
2: a lot of new stuff Which they bump out which is just really bad but there's some like i stumbled on santa clarita because they played the trailer i'm like okay this looks interesting uh me and my wife just sat down and uh we decided to give it a go and we immediately went we love this we have to watch it right now (laughs) Mm. and it's just it's great it's amazing so uh, thorough, thorough recommendation. This is gonna end up on my list of uh, best, best of, of 2018. Best, best of 2018. All right,
1: for sure. Well, cool. If well, w- this is gonna be the year we don't have a Game of Thrones. So hmm. exactly. a lot of things are like you know fighting for the fighting a fighting for that treasure trove yeah. for that yeah. number one yeah. position yeah. for the we also
2: haven't got any Attack on Titan or anything.
0: Well, anime wise, I don't think there's anything interesting
1: coming.
2: Well, there up. is. That Big new
0: Voltron season coming up, but that's continuing from a past season. Is that that's not on Netflix. Netflix. Netflix, yeah. Yeah, I'm Is talking Netflix? about
2: like proper, like, you know how Attack on Titan released in 2014, and everyone like. Even people who don't watch anime went, oh my god, we have to watch. There's nothing like that
0: There's right now. There's also one I kind of want to recommend, but I'll play another time uh, Violet Evergarden. Oh, that's another Netflix. Uh, yeah, one? yeah, yeah, pure anime. Okay. But another time because I haven't finished watching it yet. But this is also
1: that's the also year. Also good. I mean, like, even Dragon Ball Super is going to round up this year. It's right? finished already. Yeah, they it's finished. Done. It. It's done, right? Yeah. yeah. Man, where's, where's the next One Punch Man? Wait, Come on,
2: Japan. I, I think, think he's. He's still drawing. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's still drawing it. I think that, that guy's <laughs> pure. He's still not getting any he's better. He's pure auteur. Taking no, his time. I
0: know pure yeah. author is the guy who does Vagabond. What's his name? Uh, uh, the guy who did the slam dunk, right, as well? Akara. Same guy? Is it? He does. He did uh, Vagabond and slam dunk? Yes, yes, I remember, yes. I mean, like, if you want to... Kiku... K starts with a K. Sorry, I forgot his name. Sorry, guys. Kikuchi
1: Our anime cards. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy yourselves. So, Santa Clarita Diet, uh,
2: you're 10 upon 10? Not or? 10 upon 10. Uh, There's definitely some pacing issues, and like, it doesn't push your envelope super hard. Like, the way they resolved season 2 was a bit like, this is a little convenient, but I, it was still funny how they managed to resolve it. it involves a real Jesus-loving lesbian. <laughs> okay. Say that again. No, she's hardcore all for Jesus, like, you know, she talks about, I'll, I'll pray for you, like, oh, Je- God is my light, uh, leads the way, Jesus is my life. She's also a lesbian, oh. who won't uh, get tongue piercing for kind of links for a girlfriend until her girlfriend gets baptised. Oh, man. I love the show already. (laughs) I mean,
1: Jesus was against homosexuality. I mean, gays, but there's nothing in the Bible that says lesbians can't have fun.
2: (laughs) Well, actually, it's Old Testament, which says uh, gays, no, no. Like, Maybe? Yeah. They probably oh. they think that Jesus probably had some kind of relationship with John the Baptist. I mean, he had 12 apostles, sir. So. Yeah. He wants to right. one through like a train. <laughs> <laughs> that's why
1: Judas <laughs> is upset because he gets sloppy seconds all the <laughs> <laughs> time. And on this day, Easter Sunday <laughs>
0: <laughs> of all days, it's yeah. the, the orgy. Happy Easter, everybody.
1: <laughs> oh, oh on this day, that's Easter what Day. Happy Easter, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, that's chocolate eggs I, have a whole new meaning. You though. know what? Exactly. Chocolate eggs. Totally not what you think they're supposed to represent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, chocolate
1: eggs, like the brown that comes out of your dick after you've expunged into an apostle. Stop it! Which one's your favorite? <laughs>
2: i like doubting thomas because he's not sure
1: <laughs> i don't know if i like this or i don't like this he must have been the first yeah you know nebbish yeah there's for that vicarious, right yeah. vicarious oh
2: vicarious oh god
1: uh, everybody got nailed on easter
2: so from uh, Eating people in... Uh, Santa Clarita Utah. to the mountains of Montana. Yeah. Hope County. Yeah, the valley, from, yeah from the valleys of California Speaking to of the valleys of California. Speaking of crazy Jesus people. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk about the latest Ubisoft game.
1: That isn't an Assassin's Creed.
2: Yeah, but they're kind of similar. And point. that isn't
0: a Rayman game,
1: which yeah. we don't talk about at
2: all. They're like three Ubisoft games. <laughs> now. Well, yeah. they have The Division as well. Yeah.
0: What's that? Uh, That's the joke. What's exactly. that? <laughs>
2: Oh, they also have uh, the uh, Rainbow Six stuff still. Hey, that yeah. people are still playing now. No, because se- just got a big resurgence now. Yeah.
0: Because the thing is, those Ditto Division actually. Come to think of it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. At the same time, I mean, you you have to say the, like the Rainbow Six series, they just stay true to formula. They know who their audience is, yeah. and yeah. they just keep, yeah, they keep churning it out. I mean, I haven't enjoyed it since. Maybe Rogue Spear. Rogue is the first one I really enjoyed, and then the one after that, the Vegas one. Oh, Rainbow you should,
0: Six Vegas. So like
2: Vegas great. or Vegas Two more?
1: Vegas 2 because they kind of streamlined things.
2: Yeah. people They made it less obnoxious to use the controls. Yeah, I
1: mean, it was it's dumbed down to an yeah. extent, but also at the same so time, f- I kind of appreciate that it's more action y. The first Vegas
0: was 2007, right? Or it
3: six? Been a while. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Like, that was good. That yeah, was there good. was a big hiatus because it was Vegas 2 and then Siege came out, I think, eight years later. Yeah. I I didn't need, play Siege. It needed the break. It needed it, the break. Uh, Siege looks fun. But
1: you need the right people. That's the problem with the Rainbow Six games. You need need to to have a crew.
2: Yeah, you need to have people that you can communicate with because you can absolutely team kill people.
0: Yeah, yeah, you could breach and get in. There's nothing more enjoyable in a Rainbow Six game than when one asshole in
1: your team drops a grenade by accident. And you can't run away in time. (laughs)
0: And you will all probably die at the same time. Thanks. Yeah,
2: this happens Mm -hmm. in Siege as well. Like if you try and breach and charge, but you're just running past them all at the wrong time. You just get hit by Shrapnel. God damn it! With
0: that <laughs> tonight the sound as well yeah, too. Like you
2: can see my name. Or like when you're trying to line up a sniper shot and someone just runs in front of you and you just like fucking blatter their brains. Uh
0: I mean the good anyway, Far Cry. Yeah, Far Cry five, where you can blow shit up without consequence.
2: So it's definitely a Far Cry game. There's the quick review straight yeah, away, right off
0: much. the bat. So it's but it's a really good kind of far I mean the good Kind of feeling where you know it's comfort food, you sit hmm. down, you know it's familiar, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So, so Mr.
1: Toffee how about some setup? Like, uh, okay, of, course, of course, I'll do the setup. All right, uh, there you go.
2: So, the setup is there is this uh, cult called the Project of Eden's Gate, who have set up in Hope County. You have to put Montana. a gate
1: in there right? because yeah. heaven's gate, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, yep. exactly. And On the nose, yeah, On and the.
2: Near uh, nose. the actually the game starts with like what looks like interviews talking about you know how the cult just slowly appears like it's slowly like getting weapons buying stuff mm-hmm. like, I don't know where to get the funds but they just start acquiring stuff and no one does anything because they think oh they're harmless until eventually it's got to the point where there's a federal warrant for the leader and so you are I'm not sure if you're part of the local uh, sh- uh, Sheriff uh, County p- Department Or if, if you're part of the State Department I think you're Probably a Probably de-
0: State, you're a Deputy you're That's a deputy. your name, yeah, is a Deputy remember.
2: So you're helping the US Marshal try And uh, capture the cult leader Joseph, Joseph Seed Joseph Seed And so you do arrest him And you take him to the chopper And then you Pretty much they recreate Day Z Like the movie mm-hmm. Sorry, World War Z They recreate that Like all the cultists are swarming the helicopter and the way they bring down the helicopter is a dude just climbs up into the rotors. Yeah. And you see him just splatter.
0: You can see the blood coming yeah, out. Goes, cool.
2: And I was just watching, going, "Ooh." And okay, then they're fanatical. Yeah. Sure.
0: And then <laughs> I loved
1: it. Oh yeah, they're fanatical.
2: And then the game starts. You have a high chase of um, uh, scene. Okay. And then you get rescued by some nut in a bunker, and then he basically says, "Go forth and spread madness," and then the game starts. Well.
0: These direct words were build the resistance, help them out, and then try to combat yeah, the whole yeah, yeah. The county. <laughs> yeah. <cult>. Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah, you sure. know, but we know what that means, like, right?
2: <laughs> it's uh, the uh, what's what's the name of the other uh, big crazy game? Uh, Saints Row. Just cause. Just cause. Just cause it's a just, the just cause. cause school of building resistance. Just blow shit up, and somehow <laughs> a resistance <laughs> appears from that. Destroy this guy's base, and people shall. Liberate
0: outposts, so you can <laughs> yeah. build a new.
2: So, um, which is like what? every game like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- the story is fairly kind of spread out. Like, you have that very linear handheld part at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, side note. Which is the, germ- the detriment of yeah, most of the game. This right. is the first uh, Far Cry game where you get to character customise. So you can play as male or female.
0: Yeah. <gasps> what people want? <laughs> well, I, I guess people like customization, so why not? Sure. Yeah?
2: When, the thing is, you never get to see your avatar. It's only like when Except look, when he dies. You know, where, when he, or she dies, and um, she I'm she playing dies. as a female. Yep.
0: When she dies, yeah. Of course.
2: Yeah. Uh, so the only time you can really tell is in the opening, uh, when like, you're upside down a helicopter and you're looking down to undo your thing. Yep, yep. Like yeah. uh, sometimes your view is obstructed, sometimes it's not. Of
1: course, no, of, of course. course. Tits. Yeah, mm. exactly.
2: That's why I'm trying to-
1: Is there a tit slider? No. Like no. in the Dead Alive no. games? A,
2: it's a very <laughs> bare bones customization. You get, I think, six faces.
1: And only three cup
2: sizes. No, look, you get, you do <laughs> same same the, body you, size, you, right? Yeah. yeah. You just get, the, you, you get athletic female. And then you just get uh, the head. Well, it makes sense for her to be athletic because you know, mm-hmm. like the way you run in this game, Jesus fuck! Like this woman has stamina, <laughs> and the way she jumps. It's a video game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like the character composition is very very limited, but. The fact that they have it at all is already a you know it's nice. plus one. Yeah, yeah. Like so you're not playing the dude bro from Far Cry three or the weird Asian dude from Far Cry Four.
0: Who happens to be related to the bad guy in Far Cry Four. Yeah,
2: like I, you know, I that was very poorly explained.
0: But what was really cool about this Far Cry five is um it's kinda more open ended at the very beginning. Absolutely. After you get out of that island, you basically get to pick who you fight. You either can fight John Seed, you can either fight uh what's the other guy? Jo- Jacob. Jacob Jacob Seed. The military guy and Faith. Who yeah. happens to be this woman who creates some drugs that work out? In so the she's the one
1: with the best level, actually. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but I've seen her L- her LSD oh, yeah. infused stuff. Oh yeah, because oh, she does, yeah, it, she does all the drugs. Hmm.
2: So yeah, the thing is, you are taking down the family, which is Joseph at the top, and then you have the two brothers and, and Faith who yeah. joined. They call her, her They call her their sister, but then she's not related. She just kind of joined.
1: Well, because. He, he, she's also their mother
2: yeah <laughs> it, it's kind of insinuated but the game kind of the game tries to tell you that maybe you should do jo, uh, John first mm-hmm. because you have to rescue one of the other deputies and so that's who I did first and that's where you get uh, Boomer the dog
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah who's
2: the best dog oh yeah Really? He fetches guns for you. Oh, he fetches guns and he uh, he uh, manages to, like, he tags people on your radar for you. So it's easy for you to see them through walls yeah. and stuff. But
1: Mr. Toffee, is Boomer Bu- better than Yamato from Shadow Dancer? Much better. He actually fetches <laughs> guns for you. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Can he also store weapons like your pet in Torchlight 2?
2: Uh, he fetches guns for you. <laughs> Miss opportunity. Yeah. There. yeah. The thing is, he doesn't get in cars with you. Yeah, because but then he'll
0: actually come to your wherever you're going to park yeah, and I whatnot, mean, right? Yeah, I mean,
2: he'll respawn. He'll uh, teleport. But the thing is that he can die. <laughs> like the dog from Skyrim, remember <laughs> that guy? Oh, God. Yeah. Where, did, where are you? <laughs> but the thing is, like, if they if any of you or your other guns for hire die, then there's a time before they can come back again. And sometimes they die in really stupid ways. Like, I'm just trying to get somewhere, and I suddenly like say, oh, unavailable, because some cow ran him over. It's like... Could you not?
3: Like, <laughs> or I could you not you stand
2: right behind
0: the car, which I'm gonna rear end? You yeah,
2: know? the worst was I was trying to take off in a seaplane and Boomer was just like swimming in front of <laughs> yep. me and I just hit him with a propeller. He's like, Boomer is not unavailable. Like, you
0: fucking dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dog. I like you, but stop doing stupid shit like this. And, like, so he's
2: basically
1: Tails from <laughs> Sonic 2. No, right. it's the, it's Maybe it's not a, as bad. But. It's a
2: dog meat problem. Mm. Like, remember Fallout 4 when you are trying to walk through and then like the lasers and dog meat just goes, Doo, do, 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 do. no, you fuck! <laughs> It's Uh, the same issue.
0: Let's also bring up the fact that you can hire a bear to do your dirty work for you. Oh, yeah. Cheeseburger the the bear.
2: Yeah, the bear's called Cheeseburger. Yeah,
0: and whenever you bring him up to a spot, anywhere, friend or foe, he will just attack anything on sight. Friend or foe. Yeah, friend or foe. Already I see the mechanical problem. Yes,
1: yes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and then you have uh, the very sneaky cougar Peaches.
1: Peaches the cougar? Yeah. Which is some, like, mid- middle aged blonde lady who falls we
3: wish around. but it's an actual
0: cougar <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah wearing Daisy Duke shorts <laughs> 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 speaking of fuck cougars they're so annoying oh cougars. no
0: no no the turkeys are also pretty annoying oh, yeah. too turkeys
2: are mean yeah, yeah. Turkeys? they yeah. see
0: you they're gonna peck you to death dude yeah, like they can out. peck you to death yeah
2: you yeah. just walk in like a and they start pecking you
3: yeah really?
2: and your handgun yeah. can't cap them off you have like what five shots from your yeah, handgun but this is another like, this is a main complaint I have a lot of the guns are fucking weak like and it takes far too long to get better weapons. Mm-hmm. The way you unlock more weapons is by earning resistance points. So in this game, XP isn't tied to your progression. XP res- uh, relates to how good you are at resisting the the cult. And doing a bunch of activities
0: like skinning, so, hunting deers, or even fishing, like you get points.
2: Yeah, so when, okay. you, when you earn XP, uh, it's just like it becomes harder to fight them, but then you get better guns. Oh wait, then no. This reminds me of Red
0: Faction for some kinda. reason. Mm-hmm. Kinda, kind of. Yeah, kind of. When
2: yeah, you think and about it. the way you improve your characters, you earn perk points, which ah, is okay. you get by completing challenges, which is like you know killing x amount of people, getting this many e- headshots, Uh, skinning this many animals, oh, getting uh, this many fish. So these are the pop-up missions that appear yeah. as you progress. But you can also get it by uh, raiding prepper stashes, which is just like they're like challenge tombs from uh, the new Tomb Raider. Okay. Where, the tombs. <laughs> kinda. Where you have to try and find an entrance and then you have like small puzzle uh, mission to platform get... Platform puzzles or anything? Some are platform, some are timing, some are parkour. I can sort of see the
0: logic I mean, go, on it's, go a, on.
2: it's a fairly good mix, actually. Yeah. And thing is, uh, the parkour works well enough. It's forgiving enough to where you don't get really annoyed. But I would say like game this size, you need to keep things, you know, varied. It's varied enough, but you can definitely tell where it's like... Yeah, go to one point you start here you go around here and then you end up and then you get the music and, and you're done yeah when you
0: hear the rock music coming in or the banjo playing and all that you know that you're in a story mission more or less Yeah, in and
2: the end. Uh, all the li- IPUs liberations are very very much the same and this is how you do it this is the correct way to do it by the way every other way is wrong get sniper rifle perch in tree shoot 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 shoot, shoot, shoot. find a guy you can't kill with a headshot run up behind him snap neck run away Finished, and then you get your cash bonus for doing it undetected. Mm -hmm. Pro
1: tips from The Last
2: King Podcast, thanks
1: to Eccentric Tom.
2: But the problem is that you do a lot of other hunting, but the starting um, weapon, the starting uh, assault rifle is piss weak. So you have to empty the entire clip into a bear for it to go down. Even deer takes several shots
0: that's where you get the shotgun at the very least at least for your second or third weapon slot yeah, for up close
2: attacks I got the sniper for my uh, second slot
0: ah, and a pro tip uh, save your perk points for your additional weapon slot first yes very that's important. very very important yeah. you only get your fourth one once you defeat one of the lieutenants
2: Yeah. now having said that mechanically this game is very very smooth uh, in terms of like the, fi- uh, the weapons fire is very crisp and responsive mm. yeah yeah uh Apart from like snapper rifles have travel time, but no drop off. So you have to like time your shots just right to hit a guy. Like you can actually see the bullet travel. So there's a bit of prediction involved. Kinda. Well just you know, shoot them when they're not moving.
0: But it's a straight line trajectory. It doesn't yeah. but at the same time if you get the hang of it, headshots can sort of be easier to pull off in a y- way. Yeah. yeah. As long as, yeah, you, know, I mean, you got the L3 button for your hold your breath your breath. Yeah, and red. then
2: you have, you can unlock, like, uh, takedown chains, so you can, you know, run behind and, like, uh, take someone out and then you throw your melee weapon and then you pull out your pistol and... Sight on guy.
0: takedown, melee takedown. Yeah. It's still satisfying, like, in part 4. Okay. Definitely.
2: Um, but yeah, the weapons all feel pretty good, like, the uh, mis- mis- the actual assault rifle works very well, the snipers have a nice kick. I still like the shotgun, still. The still shotgun's stuff. fine. Um, You'd be
0: surprised, Um, when I actually shot a guy whose head was sort of tipping off the fence, just a little spirit of it just killed the guy instantly. Wow. Well, so I just predicted. I mean, this was just blind firing and hard prediction more or less. Yeah. It kind of worked for me, so I kind of stuck to that Yeah. Style. And
2: then you have your, like, guns for her, your helpers, and they actually help, mostly. Yeah. Like they try to so recruit these people? You know? uh, like you do missions So for example Boomer You have to relieve a farm And then you unlock him
1: Relieve a farmer how? Uh,
2: well basically there's a farm With both
1: hands Sorry
2: <laughs> There's just a farm And you just need to unlock it And then you get him For the sniper Grace You have to go to a church And help her hold off Like a pretty much horde mode Yeah yeah Then there's a crazy dude You have to go find his truck And then you get him and his truck uh,
0: That's Herc right was it?
2: Or? Uh no, Merl. Oh Merle, Merle. Who's uh, the guy with the bazooka in the trailer? Uh, that's Herc. Oh, that's Herc.
0: Uh Herc is Hook uh, is the guy who shoots uh, vehicles down really good. Yeah. Yeah, he's the and artillery uh, guy, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. then
2: you have Jess Black who's like uh the archery girl.
0: And Fox she... to anim- I mean she's better with animals somehow, right?
2: Yeah, she's better at taking out animals and she's more quiet. Uh the sniper is good, but she doesn't have a silencer, so when you go in loud, you go in loud. Okay. And they have incentives to try and push you to more, uh, like, uh, sneaky. Because if you have to... There's certain missions where you have to rescue hostages. If you, they uh, spot you, they start killing the hostages. So you either have to kill them very quickly or do it quite alike.
0: Yeah. Or you could just not care and just get you the could bear just not care. and uh, have... the there any Nick real repercussions has, yeah. for not rescuing these hostages? You can
2: fail missions. But, but that's only for story stuff anyway. Yeah. For like other stuff, uh, you miss out on some XP, but it's not like super. But side quest uh, wise, is it the it kind of thing that respawns and you can like try again, or if you, mm, if you fail the mission? Kind of, yeah. Also, you can, yeah. You can. With um, when you liberate outposts, if you do it sneaky, you get an extra cash bonus. Okay. And also, you don't have to fight reinforcements.
3: Hmm. So,
2: um, what else is there to talk about? Uh,
0: I think the whole perk system does work in this game's favor because every time you go like from one point to another. You are gonna get distracted, and you might as well get some XP. or sorry, perk point chances while you're walking from point A to point B. Yeah. So I kind of, kind of see that designer logic. And that's fine,
2: but the uh, character progression is much stripped down in this game. Mm, yeah, yeah. So like, there's only there's only one skill tree, and it's very small. There's only I think uh, eight perks uh, per section, and there's five. Per section, right? Yeah. And there's five sections, whereas before you had you know huge branching options. So it's less about character
1: customization
2: more about it's more about the characters you get and the vehicles you get because okay. there's far more vehicles you get planes uh seaplanes uh attack helicopters trucks ATVs. which you can kind of customize to yeah. in a way like there's a semi truck that uh is called the widow maker <laughs> oh i love that truck it's just like a big uh, like a big haulier but with machine guns on the front wow so you, yeah. yeah and it's very resilient you can just like bum rush for everything. It's like, boom. boom.
0: If you don't care about stealth, yeah, just use this guy.
2: Yeah. Although some things handle like ass, like some cars just really just skid everywhere. So it's very hard to just not hit anything.
1: I mean, it's like kind of like the bikes from, what was that? Asian GTA again? Oh, right. Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Every motorcycle in that game just,
0: is not e- worth the effort yeah. better to just get the ATV ATVs actually aren't oh, too bad even yeah. the ATEs like they flip
2: far too easily
0: you gotta get the heavier ones if you can find yeah, it. Yeah. can you yeah. modify yeah. and like customize these things can I put like hot rod flames on all these things
1: the
2: thing is the game says oh buying customized cars here but they haven't given me customization options oh
0: the DLC's not ready yet
2: <laughs> maybe or maybe there's just a button prompt I'm missing
0: oh uh, yeah it's square I think yeah. after you slag a car then you can customize somebody's playing oh. this other and have the guns on t- or different games Oh yeah, and
2: it's important to know I'm playing on PC. Uh, you're playing on. Uh, it should be the same option. I mean, I know the. Yeah, I know, but I'm talking about how, in terms of like, keyboard and mouse. Ah, uh, right, Probably right, tab. Yeah. Like, uh, maybe it's tab. I mean, like the, the the key the key things work. Probably like, the E key. <laughs> it's that standard stuff like you know like shift to sprint, space jump, and it works. It's better than the weird thing they had for Assassin's Creed Origin where you hold down the left alt to do parkour, but you start to press the spacebar to jump. Huh. So you do this with, like, hold down with your thumb or, like, your little finger and, like, you know, getting hand cramp.
1: And you can't
0: reconfigure?
2: You can, but...
0: Uh, you gotta plug in the controller, right?
1: Yeah,
2: like, because <laughs> a lot of things that you want to reconfigure to do something else. So if you start pressing, like, a different button, and, like, oh, but then you do something else, and just, it's a fucking headache. Then you should do
1: what I do, like, especially when I played the Batman Arkham games, is yeah. I have controller and keyboard mouse.
2: I should do that because, because uh, yeah. I I think that you know just driving would be a lot better with a controller than with uh, keyboard and mouse. Exactly because like, I mean, like my reference with like
1: with Batman is like traversing and flying around Gotham and like just whipping around with the the bat hook. Yeah. Fun on a controller, not so fun on a keyboard and mouse. Yeah. But the combat on a keyboard and mouse because the thing is you have every weapon yeah, numbered because out for you. Cuz with
2: the uh, direction pad yeah, you have it was like
1: you know, it's like it's basically you know rubbing your tummy and t- tapping your head. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas like oh wait, every single weapon I need is one, two, three, four, five. Like this makes so much more sense all of a sudden. Yeah, maybe. and it's
2: the same in Cry because you have all the quick select for all your weapons and for the scrollables. You yeah, because
1: the, you you can tell because like sometimes they always like uh, keep intact all these made for console kind of things. Yeah. And then like every once in a while, I mean, if you can find the right mods for it, because the thing is right. Hands down, aiming with a mouse beats Absolutely with course, the of controller. Of Because yeah, it yeah.
2: goes from being a, a lesson in frustration To just a point and click adventure game <laughs> There you go
1: <laughs> But then again, <laughs> I would say this um, What are the major improvements to the other three games? I, I mean n- like, the thing is If you have not played a far-carring game Is this where you start? Because like, what I get is the semblance is Like, they've streamlined things It's not dumbed down But yeah. at the same time, it's like it's, You're not limited to like that crazy. The problem I had with a lot of the Far Cry games is for something that is promising you an open world adventure where you can basically go anywhere and do fuck what you want you kind of need to follow the straight path
2: but this sense. one is definitely far more delineated because after the first half an hour, if that, depending on how often you die in a piece of shit on rails uh, shooter, <laughs> yep. because it, you're in a truck and you have to lean out to shoot and you get shot if you lean out so you think, oh well, I'll just sit in the car and wait they can still shoot you in the car when you're not leaning out
1: then it comes the first conundrum. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: it becomes literally just. Hopefully, you have just enough health to resu- to survive being shot right now. If you run out of medic packs, oh, I died so many times. It was so annoying. Yeah. But um, after that, it's you know you have your three regions, and then you can just choose whichever region to go through, and then you just have to dick around in that region until you have the final um, confrontation, and then you finally have to go to the center part. So it's far more. It's like diamond shape. So you have multiple paths ending to the final goal. Okay, but. You know, it works. It's your choice. Much. Yeah, yeah, and also you don't have to climb towers to reveal the map anymore. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, That's finally, good. Ub-
2: yeah. Finally, Ubisoft realized. Oh, you don't enjoy doing that. My apologies. We'll thought, just take
0: it out altogether.
1: Yeah. Don't you video gamers like to do repetitive things? No.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's still very boxy. And uh, speaking of um, uh, bad habits of modern game developers, guess what's reading its u- ugly head. <laughs> Loot <Load> box, <laughs> Micro-transactions.
1: Microtransactions! What do we get this time? You uh, can $5 buy, for the added incest site, you, can, sorry.
2: you can buy silver bars And with these silver bars you can buy prestige guns What's a prestige gun? It's a gun with the same specs but has a pretty
1: paint job So you can just literally one shot a bear finally uh, No no no, it has the same
0: strength, it just looks different
1: it oh, it's all cosmetic. It's
2: actually just pure cosmetic. Oh, and that's fine. Then.
1: Yeah, I don't mind yeah. because like, if there's some whale out there who needs all the pretty colors for all their weapons, yeah, no oh one's gonna it. stop him. Yeah, yeah, and
2: actually, it's not too hard to earn money. Like, all you have to do is just kill a few animals and sell their skins, and then you get enough money fairly quickly.
0: And do a lot of fishing too. And
2: just oh yeah, fishing is such a money maker, <laughs> and the fishing mechanic is super solid. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's actually a very well thought out fishing mechanic. Is it simulator. up there with
0: Sega Base
1: Pro Fishing? Okay. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> because okay you
2: when you see that meter,
0: your meter is actually your fishing line itself, so you don't actually have to see any it's all in the integrated, cart and everything and it's
2: just like you're watching it and you have to like angle against you have to you know use your direction keys against um you know where the fish is swimming to kind of tire them out, yeah so you're like actually properly leading them. I have a friend on Facebook who's just using File Cry as a fishing simulator, and he stopped <laughs> playing like the rest of the game because <laughs> he doesn't care yeah
0: yeah. I don't care about this car. I look at the fish and
1: pieces. Because
2: you can get trout, sturgeon, really, yeah,
0: paddlefish.
2: paddlefish
1: I'm not sure, yeah.
3: paddlefish. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's one thing I appreciate for Far Cry. But then again, it's very hard for me to like even comment on like these kind of things because. I mean, look at GTA and the
0: level of detail in that
1: yeah. game, I there's think a
2: full tennis game inside that game.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That is more of an open-world adventure game. This is more still a shooter in a sense. I mean, we're actually looking at the DNA of Crisis and the first Far Cry I would inside say, yeah, this game. Like this to me but it just opened up a bit more in Chaotic.
1: This yeah. feels to me like the good... Bridge between something like Doom and GTA. You know what I mean? In between, in between. Where yeah. it's, it's definitely an open world shooter in a sense. I mean, more than like, okay, Fallout is definitely not an open world shooter. No, it's, it's not. an RPG. It's, it's an RPG, RPG. Which, which has guns. Like, yeah. it
2: took him until Fallout 4 to realize, oh, you can use another button for grenades. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to stop. Unequip your gun, equip your grenades. It's like, you have to go, ha <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay.
0: RPG logic, everybody.
2: Yep. Oof base real yeah. play fighting oh, oh
0: should we mention far cry arcade as well
2: oh yeah they've released all the arcade bullshit like remember uh, blood dragon
1: yeah
2: this comes shipping with that and you can play every other ubisoft character in this weird arcade mode so you want to be altair firing a gun in the downtown area of um uh, watchdogs. Okay. You absolutely can, but this has nothing to do with the main story. Nope. Though. No, no, no. It this is
0: like a separate mode where you can actually create your own maps. You can map it's your own models and stuff in the, in that. It's game. basically
2: the Ubisoft dick about distilled to its purest form. Yeah. Okay.
0: And you can, and if you don't want to make your map, that's fine too. Just so do a quick search for single player mode, Guap yeah, mode, or Five v 5 And
2: also, it's. i have to say this thing. It's really annoying. In the game, uh, you can go into the arcade through the game by going to an arcade machine. Mm-hmm. And there's always a guy playing the arcade game, and he's so annoying. He's kind of like, Oh my god, you can play with your friends. <laughs> you can make your own levels. Oh my god, this is such a good game. It's like, calm the fuck down, you <laughs> son. Okay, it's, it's that guy. I I'll guess. play it when I'm very good and fucking ready. <laughs> this, is the guy, this is the head of market thing appearing in his own game, I guess. Yeah. I can
0: tell you that a lot of people are making too many maps on uh, Black Ops, that one Black Ops map, uh, Nuke Town, if I recall. Okay. And if there's even like a mode that's kind of similar to PUBG.
2: It's because nerds have no imagination.
0: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much.
2: (laughs) You know, more to come in our Ready Player One uh, review, but Mm -hmm. yeah. I've not really played around with the arcade too much, but um, I'm sure it'll be fun eventually. But the thing is, I'm having fun-ish, but I kind of want to go back to Fallout 4. Mm. Because this one, it's fun, it's nice dicking about, but it's very much kind of like...
0: Same uh, old, same old. Same
2: old, same old. There's very little change. It's like you can't get a fat man for, for example. That would be nice if you could get a fat guy. Yeah, and also, <laughs> yeah, like, you know the radio options. You got to play, it, listen to uh, the cult's crazy radio stuff, which is all like, Jesus saves us, grab a gun. It's the end of the world. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Wouldn't hey. it be like
0: with everyone all influenced by drugs called Bliss in the meantime yeah. as well?
1: Miss opportunity to have like you know Nickelback and Creed and Justin <laughs> Clay in the jukebox.
0: They do have a lot of. Uh, I think they have a Batman, a Joan Jet, and a bunch of other.
2: They have a lot of country music, country music playing in yeah. the Not country. No, no,
0: no. There was actually some rock songs. Oh, they they well have too.
2: rock and. Oh yeah, speaking of, uh, there are these challenge missions where you get to do stunts, mm-hmm. uh, by recreating the stunts of this guy called Clutch Nixon. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, he has a theme song. Okay. And the way this the game starts is you go up to a placard of him, you click it, and then there's. A, an explosion eagle flies by and they start playing the star spangled banner as <laughs> yeah. explosions go on yeah. and then you do the mission and he has this theme song it's like clutch nixon born in fucking usa <laughs> it's clutch nixon it's like okay this is bananas and i love it how do you
1: rhyme clutch nixon
2: uh, they i can but i don't want to say it now <laughs> <laughs> clutch nixon he's got his dick son <laughs> whatever there you go um, I'm
0: on the same boat with Tom here in terms of uh, this is still the same old same old but strangely enough
2: it's just kind of fun still yeah kinda I mean fun. it's enough but it's just I don't know it's just like you go oh this is it right and I mentioned in the beginning review it takes too long for you to get better weapons like because there's just such a power jump where I want better guns but I need to do so much more ticking about to get my better guns.
0: And I could have sworn this game is actually more chaotic than four, which is actually kind of a bad thing because you only can get your breather, you wanna take a break for him by going to a town or going to a forest. And even so, you'll get hunted by cult guys pretty easily too. Oh yeah. It's and a lot it's a lot busier.
2: Speaking of being hunted, there are I don't know if you're like meant to lose sections where you get captured by the cult, and they happen twice. And often in, when you're in the middle of doing something else, they just come and shoot you with a bliss uh, bullet and you mm, just okay. fall asleep. So the
1: inescapable cutscene.
2: Yeah, and then you have to escape from the clutches and it happens twice.
0: I think that's more of a story thing that it's, they do. It's yeah. a
2: story thing, but it's so annoying because it keeps happening. It's like, by right, I should be able to chuck a grenade, problem solve. But because it's a meant to lose scenario, you can't do that. It's like,
3: hmm.
2: motherfucker. And also because it's an Ubisoft open world game, sometimes shit just goes wrong.
0: Oh, they usually go wrong.
1: <laughs> like, you I know, think that's what I like about the Far Cry series in general, because like, I would play a random game and all of a sudden, like, oh, a lion is attacking this guy <laughs> right in front of me, like, is this supposed to happen? In this yeah. case, a bunch
2: of cougars you, and wolves. Or the worst is when you're still fairly low level, you're trying to get to a mission and you have two guys with mounted machine guns and a fucking chopper and like, I have to die? So I can go and continue the game. Because there's just too much crap happening right now that I can't solve.
0: At the same time, I kinda relish this chaos because this is what I expect from Far Cry 4 in a sense, where I'm kinda not safe. Here, yeah, I kinda have to play a bit smart and just hide in the forest and all that, just to get away with line of sight. So, in a way, it does feel like padding, but at the same time, this is a fucking chaotic game and I'm just gonna roll with it, yo.
2: Initial reactions are yeah, it's a fun game. Uh, I mean, okay, yeah. mean, uh, For disclaimer sake, you guys
1: haven't completed this game yet. Right? No,
2: I, I, th- I'm so a third of the way in. This yeah. is pure first impressions. Yeah, still a third way and here. I won't have time to complete it by next week. So, probably give a full review in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, that's alright. We'll it's fine with yeah, it. Okay,
1: yeah. This is definitely like a. 100 or 200 hour game we do it properly and the uh, rest yeah, kinda kinda yeah.
2: I think you can complete all of the main dick around in the main segment in about 50 hours but then you have the arcade and then you'll have they have a Mars DLC coming in the future they have another prehistoric <laughs> thing coming in the future <laughs> Yeah. Uh, because apparently they didn't learn the lesson from Far Cry Primal yeah. that didn't do well at all right no because they realised oh it's not fun when you don't have guns yeah it's not a fun when you have to craft the bow and arrow. Having, having yeah. said that, the bow and
0: arrow does feel satisfying in this far Oh record.
2: yeah, it's very satisfying. Because really? it's like that compound sport arrow. Okay. And it makes a nice thunk <laughs> noise when you hit <laughs> yeah, them in the head. It's so beautiful. Oh. It's like DUNK. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Alright. Especially when you're playing in stealth mode with Grace and... Uh, Probably peaches, yeah.
2: Peaches. Mm, oh yeah, I haven't got peaches yet. If you I, get
0: her, you'll probably use her for stuff. Because I'm missions. doing
2: Jacob first, so uh, uh, I'm leaving peaches for the end. I should probably just go and get peaches, and then I can go.
0: Yeah, back I and mean, Jacob. again, the freedom of it means you can just do one special mission and just take him on for the other lieutenant missions. Yeah, because anyway. it
2: sounds like I don't want cheeseburger. He sounds like a liability.
0: He
2: is. He is. I but he sounds like the perfect thing just
1: to, to fun drop for into a base and just let. Yes, them... exactly. So it's
2: like, okay, I could go and quiet. Nah. Alright, cheeseburger, go! <laughs> and he bites you first he's, like, he's a no, fucking no, no, bear. No. He
0: can do that, yes. So we gotta be so careful. can you he's pet him?
2: No. <laughs> I wanted to pet my cheeseburger. <laughs> now that's a comment made out of context. Uh, there you go. <laughs> so, speaking of context... Uh, yes, context. Oh, Specifically, the context of the 1980s. Oh, there
1: you go. That is a far reach for <laughs> yeah. Far Cry. To really I am play practiced one, in the
2: reach around, sir. Quite uh, a far there you cry. go, yeah. Well,
1: anyway, yeah, so, I mean, besides uh, the amazing Far Cry 5, which you guys gave very nice
0: first impressions of,
1: uh, Yeah,
2: middling to, to, uh, to good. Disclaimer, we did get free copies from Ubisoft, so Thanks, thank you very yeah. much to uh, the Ubisoft team here in Singapore. I mean,
0: don't get me wrong, if you really hate Part 2 and 4, yeah, we can't recommend this, but if you don't mind the slight familiarity deja vu of the series itself, you're not going to do any wrong here. Basically, Plus, it's still the same fun thing. It's flavor. a game that appeases to the fans,
1: much if, like the movie we're going to review.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you don't like dicking around pointlessly for a couple of hours, this game is not for you. Yeah. But then there's every game in existence so exactly, far. Exactly. But this with is some
0: a- open ended segment.
1: This you know? is every
2: Ubisoft game. Ubisoft only makes open world dick around games now. Mm. And
0: they do try their best to actually have that whole evil cult, are they saviors or not, going on. But again, we need to finish the game to get yes, more context. Yeah,
2: I mean, they def- they're fine, but they're super cartoonish. I would yeah. say it is right. The only thing that's kinda entertainingly cartoonish. I mean yeah. seeing John's I mean, face. I will say, uh those. the lead guy, Joseph, he's charismatic in a different way. They're not redoing really Vas again. Okay? Which is like, good, which is yeah. good. Yeah. Like he's just got the like the crazy eye stare and he's like super intense and he's like super believer kind of thing. As opposed to Vars who was just mad and Pagan Min who was evil. Like at least that Evil doing-
0: and with a touch of Pompadour-ish Yeah, they're being
2: yeah. different with their charisma. I don't know who's doing the voice, but uh, he's doing a good job so far. Yeah, yeah.
0: Good job.
1: Good job so far. Okay, so uh, f- Far Cry, for me to say anything about this game, I haven't touched it yet. Seems like the kind of game that <laughs> <laughs> I might want to pick up. That was Tom, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the slow clap there, Mr. Tom. My god, thing is, I'm still kind of weaning off the fact that I'm done with Metal Gear Survive. And you know what? I do want to Slightly
0: better open world game to just run around and have more fun in.
2: So go Something, get Fallout Four again. <laughs> so play
1: Fallout Four, you know? I think wait, Far Cry far Five would
0: be a bit expensive right now, so
1: does it have a survival mechanic
0: or any real crafting ability? You can find a survival game in Far Cry Arcade.
3: Yeah. In Far Cry Five. Yeah, so you can't
2: you craft shit. At least I like, haven't found a way to craft. You can
0: craft grenades and stuff really oh, yeah, through the utility table.
2: Whatever. Yeah, the thing is, right,
1: I want a big dumb action game and the fact that the next thing to come out will be God of War. Which which isn't going to be a big dumb action game or maybe it is I don't know. Yep. Yep. So I was like I'm kind of like oh maybe I just focus on movies for now. Yeah. yeah.
2: So let's focus on the big release uh to finish March. Yep. It is ready player 1. Is this the start Did of the summer season of officially? Because the motherfucker it, it started in February with Black Panther, which is very strange because
1: <laughs> yeah. the thing is right, you do realize that the thing is we have all these movie openings spreading out in such a weird kind of uh Spectrum I would say that Because the thing is Infinity War comes out April
2: Yeah And technically Summer doesn't start Four weeks from
0: now Three weeks from now Yeah
1: Yeah. And it feels very Like you know Basically it's like Movie studios Telling other film studios It's like Okay we'll we'll make way For whatever it is That you want to release Like Rampage got pushed Yeah I Feel Pretty got pushed It's like These are movies that know Like we're coming out the same time as Infinity War We're not gonna make money. It's
2: so damn cluttered. I everyone's
0: running away from the
2: garbage. We might be. We might just be on the edge of another big Hollywood collapse. You think so? Yeah, because there's just too much. That there's too much money being put into too many movies, and just so many are not making money. Like we're in a world where earning 400 million is not enough.
1: To pay back for what yeah. it would yeah. cost to put that thing together in the yeah. first place. Yeah, because
2: also like people are spending so much money on marketing now. Like, Batman v Superman cost 250 million to make, and then they spent like 500 million marketing it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Made almost a billion, and it's a loss.
0: <laughs> we live in a crazy
2: yeah, world. Yeah, a billion dollars is not enough these days. Because the
1: thing is, right, you have to calculate things not in terms of uh, immediate cash back, but more in terms of residuals. Because yeah. for every person or producer or person. Anybody involved that has residuals, like you have to calculate the fact that these guys will be making money till the end of time as long as this product is in existence. True. So if you want to say something like Avengers making a billion dollars based on what it cost to put that together, that's but well, that's what a bot blockbuster looks like. Mm-hmm. Then, like yeah, almost t- like you know five six years ago, and in such a short span span of time, it's like, oh, this movie needs to make a billion dollars. Yeah. Or. It it's not going to exist ever again, you know? I mean, like, we just saw, like, the dark universe collapse under its own stupidity. hubris. Yeah. 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 Well, we
2: watched the... But,
1: I mean, I would say stupidity. DC collapsed under its own uh, hubris because okay, they okay. thought we could gritty all our way to the bank. No, you can't.
2: No, they also thought that we could do what Marvel took five years to set up in two movies. It's like, no. Nope. That's, nope. that's, that's not Three how you do Three if you work. count the Wonder Woman. Yeah, but that was after the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Like, they went, okay, we're going to do Man of Steel BVS. Batman for Superman Wonder Woman Justice League it's Like that's far too quick
1: yeah and you've only introduced like two or three out of yeah you know,
2: and you killed off one
1: only to bring him back again yeah so like okay. a, crappy plot point point. and then
2: yeah. we have Steven Spielberg who's reminding us this is how you make a visually entertaining movie and also at the same time
1: it's like it's nice to know that there still exists people who do not succumb to the over-marketing and the crazy, like the bloated film industry that exists right now because he's the kind of guy who is like, he can make a shit movie or he can make a good movie and it will not affect him in any way whatsoever because he's nothing but building things solely out of his own inspiration and creativity. He's got
2: the equivalent of tenure. Yeah.
1: He is tenured. He's the first blockbuster. He People forget that Jaws yeah. is the, the first first blockbuster. blockbuster. Yeah, you know, and he was responsible for nothing but amazing cinematic experience ever since. Hit and miss, sure, but track record they're wise, mostly good. Yeah. They're and mostly not, entertaining,
2: and not just movies he directed. Uh, he's had his hand in everyone's favorite 1980s movie. And did every, you like Blues Brothers, Back to the Future, Indiana Jones, Star Wars? You can say the same thing about the 90s too, sir. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like.
1: Remember He's the guy who gave us Animaniacs Yes Steven yes. Spielberg Animaniacs is like You know And the thing is That is like To me Like if you're a fan of Mr. Spielberg like, And if you're wondering Why is he doing a film With Warner Brothers He's been doing a film With Warner Brothers For quite a while <laughs> Yeah Like you know Animaniacs that's, He produced they, the
0: Warner Brothers And the Warner Sister, sister
1: You know Dot Because WB dot Ah yeah. uh
0: for those of you who never understood why <laughs> she's called go. that. Because
1: it's WB Dot.
2: I'm going to admit something. I never really watched Animaniacs. You love oh, it. Oh, you gotta watch all it's of it. It's because... You
1: love it for how hit of a time it is. It's
2: because I didn't get Cartoon Network as a child. Uh, no, it's not Cartoon Network.
1: This is syndicated.
0: This is Warner Brothers TV. Uh, this is on TV. This yeah, is on, on TV. TV.
2: I don't think... I mean, maybe... No
1: TV the in the UK. No, uh, uh, <laughs> sorry but sorry. You got banana, man. So, <laughs> here we have... banana, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steven Spielberg, fresh off the failure of... <laughs>
2: I don't know, the thing is... BFG was a commercial failure. But no. it was a, was critically okay, right? And critically he, was fine. But and he
0: he re- released The Post, too.
2: Yeah, Think which about was... <laughs> uh, a year ago. Yeah, and that was just um
1: Because he, you know, he, he had enough time to put a movie together with Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks just for the sake of, yeah, I want to be nominated. Yeah, yeah. He I, doesn't want to win. He just like... Yeah, I, I just want to be
2: part of this. Because he's yeah. won three times already. He doesn't need another win. And he's People
0: know and his name already. He doesn't need... Like, he Oscar. is the
2: only uh, director where you can say his name to anyone, and regardless of how much they, cinema they watch, they will recognize that name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: you have to understand. Like, I mean, you talk about the '80s. I'm going to talk about the '90s as well. He
2: gave us Jurassic Park, sir. And Jurassic list in Park. In the same year, blows yes. my mind.
1: Like, what is this guy is really capable of? Because the thing is, right? Like, if he anything?
2: he did a crazy thing where dinosaurs live, and then a this, Holocaust, thing. a Holocaust movie. <laughs> it's like. Ha! Huh.
0: <laughs> how are we gonna top that oh just release a film about Peter Pan when he grows up Yeah, that was actually alright all I kind of like also Hulk it
2: helps lot. that he's best friends with John Williams there
0: you go
1: I mean they, they made each other's careers And yeah.
0: Alan Silvestri too right Composer.
2: to an extent but
1: yeah. I would say John Williams I mean like people will give John Williams more of the George Lucas credit because mm. of the Star Wars theme but no John Williams wrote the theme for Jaws and then basically he was inspired by something like Psycho and how minimal that theme was yeah. and like Let's Dude. just have these two very nice bass tones hit each other in such a way that you know it's so menacing and uh, we're talking about John Williams.
2: Was John Williams in this one? <laughs> Don't think uh, so. No, no, uh, Alan
0: uh, she was a composer for this. Yeah, so
2: and they also yeah. use a lot of licensed music. Which a actually, lot, yeah. which yeah. actually fits in context, makes sense. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So you know how the trailer has uh, Van Halen's "Jump." Yeah. Which they? trailer? There's a few trailers. The the last one. Okay. Yeah. Bass style. The movie with "Jump." It's a great. It's, it's a it's good. It's guitar. a good starter. Yeah. And they sync up the. Titles And I think it works for What they're trying to say. up thematically It makes the most sense Yeah, yeah. because
0: Might as well jump. Yeah
2: the setting of the world is It's a world where Everything has gone to shit So everyone is living on Nostalgia from 1980 to 2017
1: Or even beyond Because I think yeah. if This movie is set in 2045 yeah, but And they the don't b- don't main show protagonist Born two thousand. Yeah but they don't
2: show Any characters Of like many major releases like they seem to suggest that after the oasis was created, that no one created any new IP. But the thing is, uh, that's also the kind of the
1: crutch of this movie is because you need to have things that are referenced and things that are familiar. Yeah. So it's
2: like for like
1: even it, like the characters you don't recognize, you can just assume that oh that's the next pop culture thing. Yeah, yeah. and that they, exists in that
2: universe. And they really spread out the the pop culture. Like I I saw Tracer, I'm. Uh, um, Batman. Bat- Batman.
0: The Battletoads. Hello Kitty. Arcanite Chunli, And, like, you know, yes. It references the movie when it Gundam starts going to Gundam does appear in
1: this movie in a very important
2: role. Fighting Mecha Godzilla. Like, Say that again mm-hmm. Gundam fighting Mecha Godzilla. That's and, awesome. And myself. I
1: think as much as we were like, you know, oh, wow, Pacific Rim, remember how the original movie was such a mind blowing experience to see a kaiju fight? Yep. And then you see. Gundam fighting Mecha-Godzilla as an action piece, yeah, with the Iron Giant in like Look, probably one of the greatest che- battle sequences. There's as an major.
2: aside where you watch a chestbuster, chest punch out a Goro.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. From I mean, you don't see that at all, uh, and ever.
2: Like, and the thing is, right? This
1: is, I mean, like if you're an '80s child, right? The first time that something like this, like, oh, they managed to marry all these franchises together in a way that. Is that even possible? Was probably Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, that was when Disney and like you know like Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny appeared in the same movie talking to each other. Oh yeah, Yeah.
2: and I love the side like the backstory was that uh, the studio said they need to have equal screen time. Of course. So they just appeared in the same scene together. (laughs) Same same with with Donald Donald Duck and and Daffy. Yeah, which had a nice you know piano sequence. That was an amazing little side sequence. Like. I did nothing to the plot, but it's just so funny watching.
3: Because he can,
2: fight. yeah.
0: And who put that movie together? Robert Zemeckis and Zemeckis. And yes, Spielberg was probably involved somehow. Pro- producing, maybe, maybe in a producer role. I guess
2: Definitely. so. Definitely, um, because he. like right. I didn't realize that, that Spielberg produced Blues Brothers. Yeah. All he your favorite films. He is yeah. responsible for.
1: He Even produced the fucking B- Transformers. Transformers. <laughs> what? Even because p- Jerry Seinfeld and Steven Spielberg were having dinner and of then course. jerry seinfeld was having this like you know what i want to do i want to make a movie about a bee and call it bee movie and then spielberg was like okay make it here's like, some money it, and then seinfeld
2: was like well, i have to do this now like
3: chris rock you gotta <laughs> be in my
2: movie it's extremely oh no we're gonna get renee like, zellberger against it's instead. potentially talk about the big jewish conspiracy theory but shit like this doesn't help the cause <laughs> <laughs> so he yeah, funded transformers like, spielberg too. and seinfeld were having dinner Like, oh, was it on the Sabbath? (laughs) Or like at someone's bar mitzvah?
1: Nah, I think Uh, it was probably on Rodeo Drive. (laughs) Drive.
2: But I mean, like, okay,
1: that aside, because the thing is, right, I mean, Spielberg to me is one of my favourite film directors of all time because, like, if I want to say the 10 best movies, you can just fill it up with Steven Spielberg movies. Literally, because he does so much to push the genre and also to push storytelling and filmmaking. Like, him, James Cameron, and... To an extent, something that I will mention a lot later is Stanley Kubrick. He mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely because Stanley Kubrick is the film. He's the director god, and I mean, he and Spielberg are very famous. Like, they're best friends. Yeah, and like it's it's very touching to know that he finished AI for him. Yes, that was uh, a beautiful. And story. the thing is, is like you know, I thought that that would be like the best tribute Spielberg ever did to uh, Kubrick was to finish his movie. But no, and then this, this movie came out, and I was like, wow, he <laughs> just recreated a Shining. Pretty much. In a way that like I didn't expect or didn't know I would enjoy so much. Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean it became super uh video gamey, which i well, which because is it, perfect. Because, yeah, because it because is the a, context of the show. I mean like yeah. okay, I mean we're
1: definitely gonna jump all over the place with this review because the thing is it touches so many th- layers and elements and yes it does have its problems, but here's one thing we need to also kinda of bring out is like we will like talk about Marvel movies to an extent where like oh how joyless and how formulaic it becomes, and you see something like this, and then like it's very strange for me especially to hear other people talk about it and they say that oh this is joyless and formulaic, and it's like nah,
2: but you gotta look past the shine. I wouldn't say it's joyless. Uh, beca- it's very no, no, no. joyful. Like
0: yeah yeah anything. The story is basic, but that doesn't mean it's a joyless experience. I mean experience. you can blame it all on source material. I mean that it, too that too yeah. yeah yeah. I
1: mean okay let's bring that up in the first place because everybody like who i know tells me that you know there's two factions to, who enjoy or like hate this movie there are those who love the book and think that this is a disservice to such a great novel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> never
0: read Ready Player One. I have heard of it, and just, just, just read an excerpt sometime. You will cringe so I've hard. Read That's extracts. what I'm afraid
1: of because it's like when I looked at it and the way it's marketed and the way people describe it to me, it feels like oh, this is just pandering to me. It, it to me is like why would I want to read an episode of the Big Bang Theory? Because no, it
2: is. It, <laughs> it is pandering. Like <laughs> yes. there's an s- extra way he says, I climbed into my. I'm having a mind like, what's the name of the car from Back to the Future? The DeLorean. 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 I climbed to my DeLorean, which I won in this particular match, and I drove over here using this thing from this game, and then this thing from this game. It's like, okay, we get it Ernest Cline. You are a mid-thirties man who grew up in the 1980s and played video games. Well done. That's
0: where the movie succeed, because whatever the book did wrong, the movie did right, because just show it. Because,
3: that's yeah, it. that's the thing. It, it works well.
2: It didn't pander, it just said, like, it didn't, like, bring attention to it. Like. The most it would do would be yeah, when they the reference the Falcon, it. but it would make sense because Star Wars is Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. So of course people go fucking Google Gaga. Mm-hmm. And also I liked stuff like they the reference a holy hand grenade. <laughs> oh yeah. And it so think is, too. depending if it's either a yeah. Worms reference it's or a python it. reference, it's, and yeah, it works yeah. as both. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's fine. You know, and I remember like the first time when I s- like not. What th- I mean oh, does the Mecca cube? <laughs> There's a Michael's Cube it's such an amazing idea. <laughs> yeah. It's a deuces market now? <laughs> now. You can buy a Deuces market, market now. Like this is this is like and I love the fact mm. that uh, I love how it's as lo- as much as everybody's talking about how Ready Player One is pandering to the nostalgia boners of all these like mid thirties kids, right? And it's like yeah. uh sure, like for me I'm the perfect demographic. And when I watched this, it was nothing but a love fest for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I was watching it. As a matinee show with other kids, like there was there was families in the theater with me, yeah, and just seeing kids' eyes bulging and mouth open at how awesome all this is. I thought I, would it, I thought it would
0: be the families opening their eyes because they would be in their thirties, right? Or 40s, yeah, and that's the thing it? is
1: like you can see the dad getting all these amazing references, like oh, I played Dig Dug, I played Adventure, and you can see the kid like oh my god, all the pretty colors,
2: this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, you I could...
3: would
2: uh, see. Here's the thing. Uh, this might get me eviscerated by my two co-hosts. <laughs> yeah, I am the wrong age for this movie. I agree and disagree. I am either 10 years too old or too young, depending on how you look at it. This is outside your demographic? or I don't think it's outside the your demographic is, at all. No, it's, it's not because you know my generation is also fucking in love with the 80s for some reason. But um, the thing is, is that yes, it was cool and nice. But at the same time for me, it was just set dressing. And... When I was actually watching the story, there's a lot which is just like, I've seen it so many times before. The hero's from, journey. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. It is From other Spielberg journey. stories. Mm-hmm. Like you have the abusive stepdad. You have the aunt who has to look after them. You have the love interest, which by the way, she forgives him far too easily. So, okay, I need to bring
1: this up too. Because the thing is like, if you're a Spielberg fan, you're also aware of his legacy as a person. Yeah. And, like, it's been... Like, ever, ever since, like, maybe even Close Encounters or even before that, right? His daddy issues is real. And he's, mm. like, coming to terms with it every single movie. Because,
2: I mean, if you look at... Yeah, I mean, it's it's just... Pat. It's like, you know, it's Spielberg has daddy issues. Scorsese has uh, Catholic guilts. Mm-hmm.
1: And the thing is, like, Spielberg's daddy issues is, like, if you don't see it in the film... I mean, like, once you see it in the film, is like, you know he cares. Because, yeah. like, yeah. that's his blood and that's his flesh in this film. And I would say this... Uh, like I mean, even something like E.T., which is oh, no. all about the dis- the the destruction of the family construct. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because he immediately starts as an orphan living with an auntie who, maybe or maybe doesn't care about him, with an abusive like a surrogate father. in yeah. the boyfriend, not not really husband, right? Uh, a yeah. boyfriend, no. boyfriend, 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 husband, right? husband. Yeah. and yeah. Then the thing is like, yeah, all his characters are basically boys in, in, in like you know from broken families, because he's a guy from a broken I family. Know, and mm. I
2: he op- writes what he knows. That's fine. It's okay, but it's just that. But we won't
0: deny his repetitiveness, in a sense.
2: We won't deny it. I mean, like,
1: I'm pretty sure that Jaws had a nice family. (laughs) yeah. With mommy shark and daddy shark. I
2: don't know, because, boiling it down, this movie is guilty of the same thing that you slated Black Panther for. Yeah. Where it's using set dressing to tell exactly the same story all over again. Exactly,
1: yeah. But the thing is, Black Panther is steeped in too much, I wouldn't say propaganda, but I would say more like, the, the current rhetoric with race relationships where everybody's like oh we need black superheroes or we need black like pop culture figures to kind of uh, replace whatever it is that you guys have and it's like yeah but that's so soulless
2: you I know what I, mean? I disagree I, I don't think it's
1: soulless in I would yeah. say this like I'm saying it's soulless because it's like oh look at all these black characters that we're gonna sh- shove in your face and it's like hey now you can care about these guys it's like that's fine but the thing is right you have to no attachment to them previous whereas something like Ready Player One as much as it says dressing everything you see on screen there's somebody in the audience who's in love with that thing but
3: it still references to the pointing at the end
1: I
2: feel like that's a crutch more than a strength because that's saying that I can't sell you on something unique I have to say oh remember when you were small and innocent and naive and the world made more sense Mm -hmm. that references to this so therefore you'll love this character Yeah. and but I don't think he does it with the main character. He though. doesn't do it with the main character so much. I mean
1: like with the surrounding characters, yeah, I the get it. The mm. surrounding characters
2: and also the main character is not that interesting. But which is Yeah, I agree fine. But it's just I'm sick and tired of seeing the same young white kids be like the but that when he talks to a pretty girl. Okay. Like reason why, okay, yeah, Black Panther people said that story um, wasn't was a little bit boring, but dude had, you know, presence, charisma, like, and he could talk to women, which but was refreshing.
1: He's not a hero character in the story. He he's just a king who's trying to
0: keep his country closed or want to no, keep I'm it open. you are know? talking
2: about Ty Sheridan yeah. in... Yeah. Oh, uh, Ty Sheridan,
1: okay. <laughs> yeah. but I'm talking about Ty Sheridan. Yeah, he's not the hero. He's, he's He is the awkward kid who plays the hero.
0: Trying to be the hero. You know, trying need, to, get you need hero. to have that
1: as the foundation for why when he's in the, the the oasis like okay how is it that he is so in love with this place because he's doing things he doesn't do in real life
2: yeah I know but it would have been nice to maybe evolve his character slightly beyond I we've seen that trope before yeah. so many times I mean I can't even say 80s movies that does that. I mean like basically it's like when you
1: watch something like Flight of the Navigator or mm, you watch yeah. something like you know Matthew Broderick in War Games where it's like here's this like nerdy like isolated little kid And now it's time to shine Yeah I mean like the perfect example Would be like The Last Starfighter Where mm. a kid who's like Good at video games Some alien picks him up And says like Okay you are now in charge Of saving the universe And like Okay that's what I, I get that that is what Ty Sheridan's character Is supposed to be Yeah Supposed
0: to recapture like, Percival, That
1: arc I mean and Parseval Yeah super on the nose He's the one knight Who finds the holy grail By himself
2: And also his uh, Refusal to uh, Clan up, clan up. Was Yeah was that in the book though? I, I don't know. I never read the book. Mm. Um, thing is, it's like he's constantly outshone by everyone else who's far more fascinating. Okay. And I don't know. I feel like, for example, H, okay. who is his best friend. Yeah. When, I mean, I like the twist reveal about who the real person is who's playing H. I feel like. I don't find it a twist. Like I kind of saw it coming. Well, of course <laughs> they saw it coming because they have the ca- the actor on um, the poster outside of the movie screening.
1: Oh really? I no. I think yeah. I didn't put two and two together because it's like when they were talking about H, I thought it would be the small Asian kid. Yeah. And then it's like, no, no. This is this is definitely the the sassy like you know, like spoilers for Ready Player One. Yeah. E- should we? Because things I don't want to spoil it, but also at the same time, like it's very hard to we discuss We kind of did
0: when we brought up Gundam early on. Though. It's in the
1: trailer. Yeah, Gundam, is oh, yeah. Gundam? Mega and, Z- and the
0: Mecha Godzilla. Godzilla, Yeah. Mecha Godzilla. We did mention that.
1: Oh yeah, Mecha <laughs> Godzilla <laughs> doesn't pop up in trailer. Sorry, but like, you know what? As if you're a bad guy in, a, in in a virtual world and you had to choose one giant robot thing to make smash, it that one, make it that one. Yeah, Godzilla Because I'm a bit disappointed that they didn't get the sizing right, though. Yeah, it's, but I'm not yeah, complaining. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not complaining. complaining, man. <laughs> yeah. No,
0: that's
2: good shit. I don't know. The main thing I would say is that this movie feels safe in the wrong areas. Okay, I agree. Like hmm. even you know, it's basic in the wrong like, areas. Artemis, who is the love interest character, mm-hmm. like even then, you know, they don't really push that too much Is that She says Oh you'd be disappointed If you saw me in real life And What it translates to Is a very faint birthmark mm-hmm. it's, it's not even You know A disfiguring kind It's just kind of Lightly eye catching Okay So I, I feel like They could have This is a time To really say It doesn't matter But I also want to Kind of counter that Because I don't think it It's about the birthmark It's also about Her real
1: character Because the thing is right In the game In, in, in the Oasis Like you know Like Percival falls in love with her avatar yeah. who is rebellious and carefree and like spunky and like you know quips one liners and it's like like oh this is like perfect girl material like she seems to be everything I want yeah. and like wh- why I say is like you wouldn't like me in the real world is because she's actually some resistance fighter who is very serious and somber and is on a mission so it's like I don't think it's about The birthmark at all I think It's about her world. It's about work, her yeah. actual Like you wouldn't like Me for who I really am Because there's a part Where she cuts him down And says there are people dying Yeah, yeah. And, I was like, and I know And like okay but That's one thing I will agree on Is how heavy handed The real world Conflicts happen Because like Okay spoilers again When Dagger I can't remember What's his name? Who's the bad guy again? Uh...
0: No... no. Sorrento. Uh, right. Sorrento, Sorrento.
1: I was about to say Slaco, yeah. alien <laughs> reference. But anyway, so Sorrento kills... Several people! Several people, and like... Using be- his...
2: Like, his branded drones.
1: Yeah, and like... Okay, and then... Then the thing is like... This is the conflict I have with this film is like... Okay, do I succumb to the nostalgia factor that is overwhelming me? Or do I need to treat this as a serious work of art? Or, why don't I just turn off my brain, not nitpick and enjoy myself? Which is like, the thing is, is it's very hard to do, especially when scenes like that pop up and then like, okay, you know, S- Spielberg, I know you're a better filmmaker than that, but I also know that you're probably kind of, I wouldn't say hamstrung, but like, you gotta include certain things. And But I mean, I mean it's nice to know that it's been a while since I've seen a movie where like, wanton destruction...
2: It's not like Heavily consequenced And Or more that The fact that When you do have Absolute chaos happening You can still Clearly see what's going on mm-hmm. mm. yeah. So like, Remember how Saving Prophet Ryan Had the Normandy landing yeah. Which managed to do The shaky cam stuff But also had the Wider perspective shots yes. So you knew What Spielberg. was going on Because yeah. Spielberg He
1: can direct action Yeah
2: And they do it again here Like There's a whole sequence Which is a race Where Things are going Mad Like Do you remember the game Split Second Yeah I do It's like that But Times eleven. I would say mm.
1: this is like F zero wipeout yeah. levels of like, wow! Look at all the shit uh, that's happening right now. A lesser
2: now. director would have made that a garbled mess. Like, but an F-, F like a Fast Furious movie? Yeah.
0: Or even the Michael Bay film, it would yeah. be a huge like, hot mess. If
2: it if it was a Michael Bay thing, it would It'd just be cut the shit. Yeah. 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 Whereas you know Spielberg knows that you need to have a, a focus point, and which is you know the DeLorean racing through, and everything else is like a cyclone of
3: crazy. I, mean, I love the all all that,
1: that he is a master of directing the eye, because the thing is everybody. Uh, Film School 101 for all you children out there. So if you fast cut things to make things look more chaotic and more frenetic, yeah, it just confuses people. But if you want people to engage with your action sequences, learn how to move the eye by keeping all the interesting things in the center, a la how George Miller directed all of Fury Road Yeah, mm-hmm. you know don't have things fly left fly right and then cut to something that doesn't make sense like you
2: can have fun stuff in the corner but that you should got, never yeah. be the it's focal it's a master class
1: yeah, yeah. in, in establishing geography and movement you know like when you watch
2: the, just the race sequence and it doesn't feel dragged on no yeah. it feels it's just long enough just to right. be enjoyable and it and also when he redoes it they yeah. do it very very quickly yeah
1: because yeah. hey cheat code yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how do you we- how do you beat this drive backwards <laughs> because yeah sure i mean okay That's another thing that is gonna definitely annoy a lot of people is the fact that when it comes to looking for the easter eggs and you have to look for it in Halliday's life yeah and it's like y- you have to be a true fan of everything and also of this person and like have like witnessed his entire History as a human being Yeah,
2: it's kind of like It's an elevation of 80s nostalgia You think? But but at the same time
0: You look into this guy's life And okay, apparently Those are the decisions I kind of regret So don't do that I mean, okay Yeah,
2: that's fine (laughs) But it's still kind of like You need to know All of this to succeed And the thing is that Yes, 80s nostalgia Is very important And special for many people Mm -hmm. For a lot of people, they were excluded from it because they weren't the very particular kind of target audience that 80s movies wanted to have. I think it's nothing to
1: do with that. I mean, my, my counter to that is basically, it's a way for a person. How do you respect those who have done so much for you? Like, pay attention to their lives. I mean, like, it's like, like yeah. okay, the conceit would be like, okay, nobody needs another Steve Jobs biography. Yeah. True. But everybody needs to read Masters of Doom which is the, the, the story of John Carmack and John Romero yeah. because the thing is those guys don't get enough credit for creating 3D video games
3: that's yeah. what
1: I feel because everybody's like you got 3D shooters up the wazoo and who started all of this I'm pretty sure right now just me mentioning John Carmack and John Romero half of the audience is like who are these guys exactly. they're yeah. extremely important people please I mean like and that's the thing is like there's, there's, there's also that sense of like Homage, which like Spielberg does wholesale when he yeah. he does the, the Kubrick section, yeah. because he's paying tribute to not only his, his best friend, friend yeah. but a superior filmmaker, and he's acknowledged that constantly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because the thing is, right, in Spielberg's entire career, holy shit, he still can't top 2001: A Space Odyssey. Yeah. He yeah. will never top 2001: A Space Odyssey, and he knows that. But the thing is, okay, you know, he he managed to touch the stars with fucking Close Encounters, and he's fine with that. And that's the thing I love. I love the fact that it's like it's not so much about you need to know all the stuff it's more so much about like hey somebody created this yeah and that's like you know the thing is like and sometimes the, the key to the art is like knowing where it came from and yeah I mean that's what I got most of all especially from this movie because the thing is like to me Percival is the least important character and so is Artemis yeah I cared all about Halliday and like the thing is like the the part that got me the most was when they revealed him as a kid. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, right? I'm speaking on behalf of all three of us here. Yeah. We're that kid. That's us. We are. Yes. That is us. That lonely boy sitting in his room playing video games because but also getting his ideas as well. Too. Because the rest yeah. of the world is ignoring you. Yeah. And the thing is like you know inspired. what? You are getting inspired and you're playing in another person's world and you just want to pay back and you want to build another world and that's the the beauty of this entire movie is because it's like nostalgia nostalgia boners aside, mm. is like Spielberg is a master world builder. That's true. You know, I mean, like, yeah, okay. Everybody says like, oh, he built a world and he's just filling it with pop culture references. It's kind name of another than, guy yeah. who can. Yeah. Name another guy who can pull it off that way. Because the thing is, right? In
0: this method of filming and this lesser directors, lesser oh, they're gonna writers. fail. They're gonna fail.
1: No, it's just gonna come off cold, shallow, uninspired, and like. Sure, it's the hero's Soulless. journey. Yeah. Sure, it's like you know, m- furnished with nothing but you know, memories, and the thing is, you look at this and it's like, how glorious
0: are those memories? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, he gave it the respect and everything, and, and the yeah, way the best he
1: thing. put is some like, respect
2: on that name. Yeah,
1: put some respect on it. I mean, like, fuck that <coughs> battle sequence at the end when you see Goddamn Batman and the DeLorean and Akira's motorcycle, <laughs> yeah, yeah like Iron Giant, Canada's motorcycle, and you yeah. see all this nonsense. And the thing is, like. Immediately I just Regressed to that Six year old With my toy box And I'm smashing My Transformers With my He-Man figures Yeah, Because it's like I mean the thing about Ready Player One Right And the thing is It is to me The greatest video game movie Ever made Now Fair Because enough. at Like sure Mortal Kombat I said once Like oh, it was close to That Maybe Silent Hill Maybe even Lara Croft But holy shit For the first time ever We have a video game movie Which gets what Video games is about which is we
0: can also bring up
1: what, Wreck-It Ralph as well kids Wreck-It film Ralph, by the way the thing is Wreck-It Ralph that's nostalgia boner baiting because the thing is like look at Zangief look at Dig Duck. it's like it's not soulless I mean it's fine oh definitely it, not soulless yeah but the thing sure. is it's, like, it's paying tribute to the characters yeah which is fine but again <clears throat> why this is the greatest video game movie of all time because it pays tribute to the most important thing about video games in general which is playing and the player yeah because the thing is like the beautiful the beautiful thing about this movie is like it encapsulates exactly the first that feeling when you step inside an MMO for the first time yeah. yeah yeah you know and like it's not just the anonymity i mean like everybody says like oh you're the, like don't play world of warcraft it's just a bunch of creepy guys playing like female elves kind of true <laughs> Yeah, I have to admit but there's also the but there's the
0: biggest sum of that because there are people who get married from World of Warcraft I as mean, well yeah, and you can
1: like yeah. find real relationships because yes. like the thing is right, what I love about Possible and Artemis is like I know friends who got married because they met each other playing Online, WoW. Yeah. WoW that's <laughs> real <laughs> exactly WoW there you go I, like. I have a friend and she met her husband in WoW that's real. It's like, yeah, this is true. Because the thing is, right, when you remove the social expectations, when you move society's conflicts and constricts, and it's just your personality coming out or the best version of you, and you wrap it around an avatar that represents everything you care about, and like, you know, this is what I'm like. This is who I am. This is that, this is underneath the shell. Yeah. Hmm. Because the thing is, right, yeah, that's who you fall in love with. I mean, like, sure, physical attraction is cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, purple hair might be your thing. But when you talk to people in that pure connection, I mean, like, I mean, I love Parcival and Artemis's relationship, despite the fact, yeah, it's kind of a forced romance, yeah, because it's basically, I mean, it's but like you big, can see
0: some shades of truth coming out in but a like, sense, yeah. Then
1: again, and then the thing is, I'll always love the fact that there's so many layers to this because that is the relationship of Kaneda with the girl in Akira, yeah, and she rides the fucking bike, mm-hmm. you know, because like here is this, like you know, young punk kid trying to make his way through the world. And he f- falls in love with a Freedom Fighter. He's like, there you go. <laughs> mm, there you go. it's like, and th- that's the thing, it's like, for me, Ready Player One is layers upon layers of things that everybody seems to be ignoring because they're focusing too much on like, oh, it's all fluff. Yeah, it's fluff, but then you have to understand, Spielberg is not lazy at all. Mm. Every frame has a specific purpose. I mean, everything, every element in his composition is there for a reason. And it's not to sell more... You no know, copies of Overwatch it's not there to sell more copies of Batman comics it's because not because people be blown away when like holy shit Master Chief and Harley Quinn are fighting
2: like you know like
1: IOI d- drones yeah. that is Robots. the greatest raid I've
0: ever seen in my entire
1: life
2: yeah watching seven Master Chiefs run up <laughs> in the middle of the streets yeah. <laughs> how fun is that you know it's like also, it's a You'll good...
0: never ever see that ever outside of yeah, fan fiction, also, animation and Also, it's just a whatnot. good
2: reminder that most nerds don't have a creative bone in their body. Hey, don't say that because here we have a movie which is paying tribute to the nerds
1: who do. Stanley Kubrick, Steven Spielberg, not really fellating himself, but basically, hey, look at me, I'm king of imagination. Yeah. And Holiday, who is obviously, I mean, I think he's more of a Richard Garrett, Lord British... Archetype kind archetype of guy Archetype
3: Because the kinda like Yeah
1: I mean if you see him In real life He's like He's Asperger's as fuck
2: Oh no I've listened to him talk <laughs> you know,
1: And he, he does wear the crown When he talks to people yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah And then like You like you can even say Like I mean like even uh, Somebody like Shane Black Somebody like Doug Liman Or even like The director of uh, Near Automata uh, y- Yotaro Oh yeah, yeah Yoko Yokotaro Yokotaro Yoko who is Obviously a nerd Who is so Inflict Like in, uh, Painfully shy He needs a moon he face He needs to wear yeah. a mask You know But the thing is like he created one of the best video games ever last year, you know, like, yeah, you last know, year, is, like close to a perfect 10 for me. And here's the thing, it's like, I don't know if it's me or if it's the fact that, you know, like, maybe I, I'm just part of a dying breed of old guys, you know, like, I'm being phased out and I realize it because the thing is, right, this to me feels like Steven Spielberg is like, hey, you who grew up watching my movies, who is possibly a 30-year-old guy, yeah, and he's like, I haven't I haven't been ignoring you you know like, yeah sure I'm going out there to make the post I'm going out there to make I uh, just had
0: to take five years getting all these licenses oh, to play like, together I
1: needed to do my BFG because sure I you know yeah. and the thing is like I, I really like Tintin I got my friend like you know Peter Jackson to help me make this and he's like oh shit this is about the fans huh oh hey guy you who's been following me since Jaws who uh, like applauded everything I've done yes I'm sorry for 1941 (laughs) (laughs) okay I need to stop making that running joke (laughs) I'm sure he's okay I didn't really like World of the Worlds either okay I'm fine with Minority Report because Minority Report was a that, that was fantastic right. movie that was good and that was like, a good film oh god Minority
0: Report is the reason why we have to connect
1: <laughs> yep fuck that yeah, no, yeah but if anything thanks Spielberg for making for ruining Xbox <laughs> but
0: anyway the point is yeah he made this movie just for us 30 year olds who really grasped into the whole Spielberg ideology anything is right I'm not gonna like you know discount like the younger opinion because mm-hmm.
1: what you're saying is perfectly v- v-
0: valid. Yeah, yeah. I and agree with Tom all the I way through. I agree with yeah.
1: you totally. It's like, no, we're not going to eviscerate you. Yeah, it's it's a terrible story. It's fine. Based Basic on the source murder. Yeah. Sure. sure, hero's journey. And I've complained about, you know, Marvel telling me the hero's journey. But what's annoying about the Marvel hero's journey is about some asshole who I can never be. It's yeah. about some billionaire, some magician or some Prince of an African country Like I'll never ever Even aspire to such things
2: But you can be a dude Who's very good I at I can Avenged be a games. guy
1: Who's fucking amazing At Quake Or Street Fighter Like I'm that guy Yeah Because the thing is Is like uh, The best thing about Ready Player One Is like It's the one thing I've been harping about Especially when I review v- Movies Especially It accentuates review, the title play. Especially <laughs> when I review Video games It's like I don't care about The characters I want to play what do I do how do I become awesome and it's like yeah this is exactly what a video game movie should be about it shouldn't be about this franchisable you know design for some focus group character it's about this person who is trapped in a world that he you know it's like I love the dystopian like I mean it's a Donkey Kong reference because it's like stacks on stacks on stacks yeah Yeah, I get it you know stacks on stacks on stacks racks on racks (laughs) racks on racks I made that joke before anybody else did sorry and, Trademark it's like, 10, and, and like, the thing is like, when I see movies like this, it's like, I mean like, to me, this is like, this is Spielberg's Brazil. Ooh, It's about a guy who is stuck in the, the, the sheer madness that is your real world and your reality, and how you just fucking hate everything, and you just need to escape. You know what I mean? And the thing is, that's movies in general, because it's pure escapism. Ready Player One is not about telling a story. It's not about telling you to feel a certain way. It's about,
0: hey, let's play.
1: Okay. You know, you bring your toys. I bring my toys. Let's all just smash everything up and let's just have fun. And it's yeah. Like,
0: with with uh, your basic background, you make sure the execution works. And the thing sense. is, right? You know,
1: the thing? you can tell me about flawed characters, flawed story, flawed performances. Like you know, oh, it's uh, 80s like nostalgia boner. Dude, Ready Player Two when it comes out ten years from now, when it's nothing but 90s stuff that you enjoy, when Power Rangers are appearing <laughs> with finally maybe Marvel characters. You know what I mean? Because the thing is, like, you have to understand, like me and like Mister Topia especially. How was your mind blown when they told you, "Hey, we're gonna make a game. It's called X Men vs. Street Fighter." There you go. And it's like, <sighs> I'm I'm on board. <laughs> There's nothing more beautiful than the crossover. Sure, A V P ruined it. Yeah. Freddy vs. Jason ruined it. Okay, we have had not had a good crossover movie in a
0: while. Yep.
1: They're gonna try and pull off Godzilla versus King Kong, which should be <laughs> either a beautiful mess or absolutely fuck up. Either way, I'm
0: a fly. mess or a beautiful <laughs> mess. You know,
1: like you know, stupid beautiful awesome fun. Give me that, you know. No. All right. no, but here's the thing: it's like, holy shit, we have a crossover movie, okay? That not only crosses over franchises and characters
0: of one genre, all, all the genres, genres. yeah. Like Anime, video games, comic films. books, films. Comic you books.
1: know, like sure, like oh, look, it's the Delorean from Back to the Future. It's also the
0: bike from Akira. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, and and like, what the
0: hell, are the Code's doing there? Holy yeah. shit! Gundam yeah.
1: Gundam jumping out of the fucking Serenity. It's like, yeah, yeah, that was uh, really like you know, like crazy. Holy shit! There's like. And, and the
0: Chess th- moment that Tom mentioned yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then, like, that's the thing. Relish in the fact that, you know, people created this for us to enjoy. And this is nothing but pure tribute. This is a fan movie for fans about the fans. Okay. You know what I mean? Because, like, if anything else, right, Halliday, to me, is the most interesting character of all time because for once, we see a person who is... Asperger's as fuck, creative as um, he's a brilliant guy. He's creative, built an empire. You know, he built, you know, an empty throne room that he wanted to share with somebody he cared about and loved.
0: Played really well by Mark Rylands. Yeah, amazingly that was really well.
2: Really yeah. good performance by him. And also, mm. I liked Simon Pegg's character as his uh, best friend. Yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, good. like a lot of people. I mean, a lot of reviews I'm reading. Because the thing is, like, I'm, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, aware of what people are saying. Like everybody's like looking at this as like, oh, it's just like a parable for Steve Jobs and for freaking uh, what uh, Wozniak, and Wozniak. Wozniak. And If it was jo- reversed, and the thing is, like it's not, not, it's not. It's, that's John Romero and just. John uh, Carmack. Yeah. One guy is the genius coder who looks at the world in ones and zeros and the other guy is the creative guy who puts the art and and, like he colours the world for him and it's like you know it's John Lennon and Ringo Starr it's about two guys who are made for each other who need to you know express themselves in a way that you know you one without the other doesn't. it's the Romulus and Remus it's all these other things and that's the thing that I get when I watch Ready Player One is like all of this connects so brilliantly and it's like I don't want to say that you have to have a trained eye to recognize this. Yeah. Because that's unfair. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, right, if you see it, if you just pay attention to what's going on and what this movie is about, which is about tribute, it's about inspiration, it's about play, it's about players, it's about just drowning in your imagination and the Mm -hmm. infinite chasm that, that how beautiful that is, you know, like... Man, Ready Player One is... My movie of the year, really? Wow! Yeah, right. it's like I don't know, like and it's and it's fuck the end of all March. All what, Holy what shit! What Infinity War? Hey, my f- movie of last year was Logan. That came out in March too. Okay, that's true. Okay, that's true. Logan uh, broke sensitive. me to pieces. It's like this movie is breaking me to pieces in a way that I didn't expect. It's like I think March is gonna be my year from now on. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm watching everything in the eyes of March. It's yeah, just, just it's my eyes of March. You know, the f- and it's like sure, Infinity War, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm pretty sure you want to talk about playing it safe, Infinity War, if they don't wipe out the universe in a way that is truly spectacular, I'm, I'm just ready to be underwhelmed. Yeah. The solo movie? Why? Sure. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the thing is like, eh, because none of this is designed to make me feel any way other than to spend my money.
2: And uh, Okay, that's fair.
1: You know, Ready Player mm. One? Sure, I'll watch this 10 more times. <laughs> I don't mind. Because the thing is like, there's stuff happening in all these sequences that I probably missed out, and you know what?
0: We probably want to watch it again. I want to wanna go it, and yeah. take
1: a look at like, what did I miss? What is what's the shits happening in the background that you know?
2: Yeah, I missed a big segment of uh, the last fight scene because I had to go run for a piss. Oh <laughs> yeah, uh, the fight scene at the end was awesome. that was
0: the best. That was the best.
2: <laughs> I, I, missed the part between the the Gundam drop and then the fight in the corridor where he fight throws the hand grenade. <gasps>
1: You didn't see Gundam. Well, I guess you gotta watch it again. I saw
2: Gundam get crushed. Oh, man. Oh, but like...
1: (laughs) This is the Iron Giant sequel I've been waiting for. Like, Yep, there you go. (laughs) So, uh, final ratings? For me, this is definitely 8.5 to 9, man. Close to perfection.
0: Okay. Mr. I gotta give it a seven. It's still look, I had fun. I mean, I'm not gonna deny the flaws of this film. I'm but at the same it. day I'm looking right past <laughs> it. I'm gonna admit straight But away, at the same time <laughs> I'm
1: forgiving this movie because it is designed
0: for me. Yeah, okay, but but, but at the same time, dude, Mecha Godzilla, Gundam, <laughs> Shining, DeLorean, Donkey Kong, all that stuff happening. You know, like, you're not gonna, like, mean, gonna see this kind of movie ever again at all. For a while, I guess. For a very long while, dude. It depends on
1: how much money this makes. No, nah, I don't think. It, I don't think.
0: And how fast the lawyers can act with the whole <laughs> copywriting and all. That's this. true.
1: No, I love that scene when Simon Peck's character like, oh, these are the people who's most important to you right now. <laughs> yes, lawyers. Okay, <laughs> it's like, man, this movie so meta. I love the fact that this movie is aware of what it is. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh yeah. By the way, how did, how is this all
2: possible? Lawyers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that speaks so many levels. Too. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. it speaks a lot of levels.
2: Yeah. And
3: what's
0: like, your rating, Tom?
2: Okay. Um, I have been a bit down on it and I do still have my major issues with the movie yeah. however it was a lot of fun <laughs> there you go <laughs> Like that's what it's about I was sitting there going I'm having the time of my life oh like if I I mainly came up with my shortcomings once reflecting like oh yeah this wasn't great oh yeah that was but at the time it was just pure popcorn it's, like, yeah this popcorn is, fun this yeah. is the movie that is made for you to go see in a cinema like, yes. Yeah. You can't watch this at home on Netflix or pirated you or on a plane. Can't. Like, it
1: has to be in the big screen. Like, yeah. Can you imagine this on IMAX? On IMAX,
0: on IMAX especially.
1: Well, yeah, I I want I want to see this in like the biggest screen with the best sound system again. But, like, yeah. I wonder how
0: the 3D version of uh, yeah, let's
1: that was no, 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 no. no. Okay. no.
2: <laughs> let's go down to the cafe and see what goes on. Okay,
1: I want to see this again definitely. Because this is yeah. the kind of movie is like hey, you know what? If you're a nerd and you were growing up a nerd in the 80s even 90s or if you're a new nerd and you're wondering what your older brother or your dad keeps talking about watch this and then like maybe that's the bonding that you finally need. Because the thing is right Hey, for all you cynical millennials out there who really don't like Ready Player One yeah, wait until you have your movie
0: yeah, yeah 10 years in the making maybe this is not for Another you 10 years
2: yeah. sorry so my number is gonna be 6, fair six enough. 7 fair, fair enough, enough. Yeah. fair enough yeah but again you know, this is just my opinion and I said at the beginning of the show that I was gonna get something else I'm mm-hmm. not the target for this film and that's mm-hmm. fine you know yeah. not everything is about me I, I wish it was but unless, <laughs> it, unless
0: No, no You get your Paradox episode Coming soon You'll anyway. <laughs> for your
1: Instagrams and Twitters And all your oh self-gratification
2: yeah. Oh yeah. PDXCon is coming out in May I'm gonna totally Hijack uh, her Okay, on that again. note <laughs> We're done <laughs> Yeah That's On PDXCon? ParadoxCon Oh
1: Yeah Your thing My thing, yeah, indeed yeah,
2: So, uh, with that uh, Very loving tribute From uh, Dr. Shafiq Hey
1: I think it's For the old man
2: of the group yeah. Yes I think it's the first time you've a uh, powers like love poetry rather than like bile. Vitriol. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, you're trading <laughs> anger from the last episode to. Look, you know, there's a lot of hate. You know, that has been coming out recently. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's very hard for me to stay. I'm not that cynical, boys and girls. You know, is, I do enjoy things. This, this is you know your one. Grinch moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my my heart getting three yeah. times bigger. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and you're getting three times bigger. Hey. The nostalgia. You ruined snow. it right there. Right? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Thank you. And on that note, uh, this has been eccentric
1: Tom.
0: This has been Mr. Toffee.
1: And this has been Player One, Always,
3: Dr. Shafiq signing up.